Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Total Car Score Podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts... Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Uh, welcome back to another episode uh, with uh, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix. And this week we have a very special guest. We have Dustin Krauss from Volkswagen, who just completed a cross country drive with the Volkswagen ID4. And uh, we're not going to talk about what happened last week. That's in the past. And just to make sure, we're talking to Dan Kraut from Volkswagen, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Excellent. How are you, Carl? I'm doing good. Yeah, just, uh, you know, waiting for uh, the world to get back to normal. But I think we're making progress. Next week, next week, I think. We're going to be traveling. And Dustin just traveled the whole country. So maybe he can give us a little bit of, uh, of the scoop how our things are there. You started uh, in, uh, what, no, in New York, right? On uh, April the 3rd? No, March the 3rd. Yeah, yeah, in March. So really for uh, the good part of March was on the road, drove over 7,000 miles, like you said. Started in New York City, ended in Sacramento, California, and we took the long way there. We went uh, down to D.C., over to the Midwest, in Chicago, down through the center of the U.S., through Florida, then west, all through I-10 there and made tons of detours, had a great adventure along the way. So it was um, quite a trip. 20 states visited, like I said, over 7,000 miles and uh, all zero emissions, all in the, the new ID4. Yeah. Carl, you've done a couple of uh, long trips, I don't know, cross country too, uh, but you've never done it in an electric car, I bet. No. And that's why I'm kind of curious to hear Dustin's perspective, because to me, that's kind of the the concern that I have and probably other consumers do too. I, I tend to be kind of a road tripper. I like going across the entire country whenever possible when my schedule and my uh, circumstances allow. And I wonder and worry about how much longer it would take or how convenient or inconvenient it would be. And I know there've been people out there doing cannonball, you know, effect type of uh, runs in pure EVs, Teslas and others. But um, yeah, I'm happy to hear, you know, Dustin, what kind of your impression was of driving that many miles in a pure EV. Yeah. So yeah, our pursuit was not to do a cannonball run. Now we could have done that, but nobody usually travels like that. No one's trying to get across the country in four days in an EV and a, and a run. You know, really, when you're going to try to travel across the country, generally, uh, you want to do it for a bit of a vacation or a trip and <clears throat> you want to see some things. So that was really the pursuit. We did take a, um, uh, a small, we took somebody with a camera with us to kind of record the whole thing. So, you know, we could really document the trip. And I can tell you that it was, it was really smooth. Generally, on a long day of driving, you, you you make a couple stops anyways. You know, we're human, so we've got to take bathroom breaks. We want to get water and other things. So we were doing that. We were generally ch um, charging maybe twice a day, uh, stopping for about 30 minutes each time, and then charging overnight at the hotels uh, that we went to. So really, in terms of planning, the major planning that we had is just to make sure the hotels that we stayed at had charging. 
we didn't have any issues with charging at hotels either. That was actually probably one of the bigger concerns because really the, the opportunity for DC fast charging and the uh, and electric vehicles and specifically the ID4 is pretty easy. You know, there was fast charging stations along our entire route. We charged, you know, all throughout the country, even in places that you maybe wouldn't even expect electric vehicle charging, like in West Texas and, and through the desert. So uh, we had no issues charging at all. And uh, what was really helpful is, you know, when we got into our hotel at night where we were staying, that we had charging at that hotel and generally we're to, we kind of charged to full uh, when we were sleeping. So it was pretty easy. It didn't take a ton of planning or a lot of, a lot of thought because those, like I said, that network's really built out. Uh, really, the only planning that we had is that we just made sure we stayed at hotels that had electric vehicle charging, which is pretty commonplace too. Can you confirm how much you typically covered distance-wise in a day? and confirm again what uh, either the projected or the actual mileage you were getting from the uh, the ID4. Yeah, so we were driving, it depended because like I said, we weren't necessarily going on a cannonball run. Like part of our trip, we went between Houston, Dallas and Austin, for example. Uh, so, you know, those are a little bit shorter trips because we just wanted to cover those three cities in Texas. But I would say on an average day, we covered, you know, we could cover between four and 500 miles and, you know, between Austin and El Paso. That's a much longer drive, and we did that one in a day. And we did that one in a day with also taking a detour to Marfa. Uh, so we went to southwest Texas and visited Marfa, Texas. And honestly, we didn't, you know, we didn't take a lot, pay a lot of attention to uh, the range because we never had a lot of anxiety about it. Now, I know that we have this. We're going to be doing a press release in the next few days about all the EA stops that we made and everything else. But um, these were the normal stops I would have made in a gas car, too. You know, two and a half, three hours of driving stretch my legs, use the restroom, get some water or a snack and back on the road. So it got to a point where it was very similar to like road tripping in any other car. Um, so I would give you that. That's the best uh, I can give you. We'll have the press release with all the, the stops we had, and that'll give you some better idea of mileage in between. In terms of where, how the car performed, performed fantastic. You know, um, we didn't always, you know, whittle the range down to zero. So usually we'd roll into a charging station with 20, 30 miles of range. So every time over, over 200 miles in between charging stations and uh, oftentimes we had excess range, we just thought it would be a good time to stop. Nice. That sounds, uh, that sounds good. Yeah, sounds great. So Justin, uh, the ID4 obviously has uh, the, all the apps to look for the, the charging station in the GPS. And also uh, Volkswagen has a deal with uh, Charging America, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how you program the whole trip? Absolutely. Yeah, we used the Electrify America charging network because the ID4 uh, comes included with three years of unlimited charging through Electrify America. So that means that on our trip, we drove zero emissions, but we also drove zero emissions at zero cost because we didn't have to pay for any charging um, uh, for our DC fast charging. There was a couple instances at a few hotels where we had to pay a very minimal amount of fee to the hotel for charging. But I would say that was maybe two, two locations. I think it was probably New York and Chicago, <laughs> you know, big surprise. Uh, big city may charge you a little bit for charging. But other than that, almost all of the uh, charging at hotels was free too. I mean, the cost of a charge of an electric car is pretty minimal even for a hotel to give to its guests. So in almost all cases, this, this trip in terms of what it costs to power the ID4 was you know, almost nothing. Yeah, and I, I saw on some of your updates that you were publishing on YouTube that uh, you hit some uh, pretty bad weather, some snow. I think it was, uh, I don't know where it was, but I, you hit some 
weather, right? It's Chicago, it's Chicago, yeah. Yeah, the beautiful Windy City, that's my hometown, and I got to go home for a nice spring uh, snowfall. So yeah, we, uh, we, we were in New York, went down to DC and then over to Chicago, and we went through entirely uh, a crazy uh, temperature and weather change. Uh, so uh, about three or four inches of snow in Chicago, uh, we went through snowing pretty heavily, actually, uh, that afternoon we were in town. Uh, and then the following day, we went um, down to Louisville. Uh, so, yeah, that was our trip. And really, in the trip, we saw every kind of weather because even out of Louisville the next day, we ran into some, you know, some severe thunderstorms and even tornado warnings as we were going through the Tennessee uh, into Atlanta. Uh, so, you know, we saw some extreme weather there and then, um, you know, saw... The Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, uh, all kinds of things in between. So, uh, you know, we get to see it all on this trip. It was it was quite the adventure. And uh, any different in performance with the battery itself in the uh, cold versus warm or hot weather? Um, battery packs particularly like uh, warmer weather. Um, I think that's kind of a well-known thing. But the temperatures in Chicago weren't, you know, subarctic, you know, uh, below zero. So it wasn't too bad. Maybe a slightly different um, level of performance, but it was not enough that would have changed the trip, right? So maybe a few miles uh, difference in range, but you know those are those are miles that you would have um, you know gotten to a charging station and charged up anyway. So didn't slow us down at all, and we really loved to show the ID4 uh, in that inclement weather to show that even because the ID4 that we had was a rear wheel drive model. Um, and we wanted to show that even in the rear wheel drive variant, because there's a, there's both an, a rear wheel drive and an all wheel drive. That it can really handle, you know, if you're city driving, you're driving in snow, you're driving in heavy rain, you're driving in the desert, you're driving in the mountains, you're driving in, in the middle of nowhere, uh, that it can work. And that's what this was an exercise in, is to really um, highlight, you know, how the car is optioned with this really incredible offer for, for free fast charging and how that you can, you know, really use this and replace your internal combustion car with an EV without any real concern of limiting your freedom because that's what having a car is all about like freedom to go anywhere and uh with id4 you you have just that and not only freedom to do that you could do it for no cost which is huge well no cost for the charge but there's cost for the car you're not giving them away right <laughs> yeah we don't give them away but when you think about if you're looking at another car in this price point so you look at the rav4 crv other compact suvs the cost of operating that, that car is much larger than it would be driving an ID4. So certainly you've got to pay for the car, uh, but once you have that, your monthly cost of operation is significantly less than an internal combustion car. Carl, any other questions? Any other concerns? I, I guess all, a lot of customers have a lot of anxiety just with the idea of an electric car, much less driving across the country. Yeah, well, and and I know it can be done and, and you know, that schedule of give or take 500 miles a day with one or two, you know, two stops plus a charge overnight, that's pretty much what you would do in an internal combustion vehicle too. So uh, as you're saying, you know, Dustin, it's really pretty conventional experience once you've kind of confirmed where you're going to charge overnight. You kind of have it all otherwise set up. And I know the Electrify America network's pretty comprehensive and the fast charging capability of the uh, ID4 makes it pretty painless and fast uh, by EV standards, at least, to get it refueled. So, Dustin, one final question. You are director of e-mobility for Volkswagen, with a K again. Uh, 
what does that mean? What what's your job? Are you uh, in charge of like again like explaining to customers how this is the the new era of uh, mobility? Yeah, so um, it's pretty wide um, arching, right? So um, the things I'm responsible for, I have a team of people that do everything from um, product planning to go to market, and so and those are all quite tightly intertwined, right? So for example, on how we went to market with the ID4, we really looked to solve three things, right? How do we make sure, because we know, like as you said, customers have some trepidation about electric cars and they have, and that's starting to change. And there's people on the fence saying, you know, I'm thinking that my next car is going to be an EV, but this, this, and that. And really we boiled those three main things around, of course, the price point. The second thing being the range of the vehicle. And the third thing being, okay, now that you've got those two solved, how do I charge? So the focus for us was getting a, a really full-featured, a strong contending product on the market for under $40,000. We did that. And that's before the $7,500 federal tax credit. So you know it really gets into a comparable price point with a RAV4, CRV, even our own VW Tiguan. The second thing is that it had to have a real-world range, like similar to what you'd have in those cars in a gas tank. And we're close, 250 miles of range from EPA. Um, and depending on how you drive, you might even eat kind of some more than that. Uh, and we thought that was important. This is a real world range you can use because we know for almost everybody's daily driving, you're going to drive about 40 miles a day, probably. Maybe some people drive more, but the average American, 40, 50 miles a day. And, um, and the third thing is, okay, now that makes sense. But then where do I charge this thing? And I think overcoming that third objection was you can charge it at these over 500 locations nationwide of DC fast charging locations. And when you charge there, it's free of cost. Um, and these are Electrify America locations. They're normally at big box retailers. Uh, and um, it'll allow you to have that same freedom if you want to drive across the country. Because once you solve that third thing that I said, the charging, it's like, but what if I want to drive across the country? Well, let me show you how you do that. And what we set out to do with this and, and why we filmed it is to show that it's possible and it's not difficult and didn't take a lot of thought, uh, really. The, real, the biggest part of the planning was where we're going to stay. The charging on the road was actually quite easy. Yeah. So when uh, and where can we are, are we going to able to see all this? You've seen the daily updates that we've already done, which was kind of fun, you know, quick vignettes about our trips and what we did during the day. We're going to do a larger documentary in the next, let's say the next we want to try to do it in the next month, but we end up getting like 20 some hours of footage. Um, so likely it's going to take a little bit longer, but sometime this spring, early summer, we'll, we'll come out with, uh, with a little movie about the trip. Uh, we'll also do some sneak peeks uh, with, with some marketing efforts that we're going to do too, showing what the car is capable of in some of those major cities. So you'll start to see some things in the next few weeks come out and then a larger effort and um, uh, a little movie about the whole trip probably in the next couple of months. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time. And I'm glad you made it uh, fine to the end uh, with no issues. And I uh, hope to have the chance to maybe do it one day too. Yeah, can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at totalcarscore.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.